Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafiyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masechet the Ravim Daf Pechet Amud Aleph. About to take a look at Mishnah Tet Yod and Yod Aleph of this the eighth uh, parak, and then can complete the parak in this podcast. Chaser shipchuta miar ba'amot. We have a chaser that's less than four amot wide. You're not allowed to pour water into it on Shabbat. We'll see why. Unless you made a um, sort of a container underneath it, like a sewage uh, septic tank, which holds satayim worth of water underneath the hole. This tank can be on the inside of the chatzar or right on the outside. If it's on the inside, you don't have to put a cover over it. On the outside, you do. Well, the next Mishnah, if you have a piping out that's covered, excuse me, you can throw out water on Shabbat as long as it's covered by four, four amot. Said it doesn't really matter how big of a cover you have on it, and even if the area is uh, is as big as you want, a hundred amot, you still can't throw it into the pipe. You could you could spill the water out on the roof or in the chatzer, and it'll go into the pipe, and then the pipe will take it out. The problem is it's going out to a shutarabim. What is your measure of arba amot here to make the chatzer an area that you could spill it into? So the chatzer and a portico together could make it arba amot. Two uh, stories that are facing each other. If some of them made a, 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 a the ditch, the uh, septic tank, and some of them didn't. The ones who made it can throw the water out. The ones who didn't cannot. Okay, my time. What's the reason? Rabbi says that the tank, which has to hold satayim, is because that's what a person typically uses per day. So therefore, if it's for a moat, then you're going to want to use that amount of water to lay down the dust, and therefore you're not going to send it out to a shutarabim. If it's less than four big, then you're going to flood your little chatzer with that, and therefore you're going to want to send it out to a shutarabim. Therefore, if it's that small, you have to have a tank where the water the water's going to go into, and then it's mutari lo azur. If not, you're not allowed to. Now, there are marbamot timey pachot miarbamot lo timey. It's simply a question of <coughs> will the water saturate or not. If it's four motor bigger, that amount of water will saturate. Less than that won't. The maybinai. How do they disagree? If you have something that's sixteen square amot, but not four by four, where according to Raba, it's still asur because that's a four amot in each direction. According to question of saturation, it's just square area. Now let's test it. The chatzer and the portico together can make the arbamot. That works. Because according to Rabbah, it has to be 4 by 4 square. Leave it to Rabbah. So Rabbah explained. According to Rabbah, it's a portico that goes the entire length of the chatzer, and it is square. Okay. If it's smaller, it's smaller. That works. El Rabbi Zerakasha. 
Because according to Rabzeira, it sounds like it has to be four mot in each direction. Rabzeira, Hamani Rabbanan, he, that's following the Rabbanan. Matniti Rabbaliyaz Ben Yaakov here. Rabbaliyaz Ben Yaakov, who says all you need is a total of 16 square. So why is he pushed to interpret that the Mishnah is Rabbaliyaz Ben Yaakov? Who's bothered by the Mishnah itself? Why does the language pchuta, which makes it sound like square footage or square amot, let it say which would mean that it's that size? Therefore, it has to be uh, that that therefore it has to be that it's about square amot. Both Mishayot are, are authored by him. The Mishnah is missing something. What's it missing? If it's four mot, you can. Now are seamless. Now in Mishnah this doesn't follow Hananya. Even if the roof is a hundred amot, you can't pour it out. Because you throw it on the roof, it's going to fall off. And the Chachamim in our Mishnah said, you can't throw it in the bee, but you can throw it on the roof and let it go off. He says, you can't. That our entire limitation in the Mishnah is only in the summer. But in the winter, you can pour as much as you want. So my Tama... Because a person wants the water to be saturated in their place. Uh, in the but sewage water that you want it to be saturated. What are we concerned about? If that he's worried his chatzer is going to get messed up. In the winter, it's messed up anyways. You think people are going to say he's got a hose there? That's the default of what a tzinor is. It's got water in it. He has a different explanation. That it's not that in, in that you don't need a nuka at all, uh, but rather you don't. It doesn't need to be limited to uh, as big as satayim. satayim. Don't leave no satayim. Machzikzi. I don't leave no seyah. However big he makes it, that's how much you're allowed to pour in. If you don't have it big enough for satayim, they don't give you it all. He might put satayim in. Why do we make that zera in the winter? What are we concerned about? And the same reason. The chatzer is already drenched. Therefore, you could even put a ton of water in there. Okay, the end of the Mishnah talked about the two stories facing Even if they're in an Eruv together, they still can't use the Ukai. Only one can use the Ukai. If it's because there's so much water, anything collects water. Even if they were full before Shabbat started, you could throw stuff in. As long as there's a pool or a collection area. Marava's statement must be read as follows. It's only if the didn't make an Eruv together, then one can't throw into the other. If they did, then Because you might take the Kalim from the house out to there where you're throwing it. We've completed our study of the 8th parakel. We'll pick up the ninth parakel, Gagot. In the next podcast, we should have a wonderful day.